BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with OCR Bunny and OCR Strong. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey everybody, it's BeastNet here and you got Pretty Mike. I think I totally just got a lap. Don will fix it in editing. <laughs> hey everybody, um, welcome to BeastNet. You here with the... God damn it, I need another drink. So you got me all flustered because I'm... I'm the one that... Yeah, but... Well, but I've done so many podcasts with you, and they've all been different ones. <laughs> oh, Which one right. are we on this time? Uh, this is BeastNet, so yes. yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to BeastNet. Um, I'm Pretty Mike, obviously. And today with me, I've got a really good friend of mine, Bree, from uh, a Barry couple and a couple other shows. I mean, Bree, I've actually been... In what, like five different podcasts together we, we've um, been on a lot of podcasts together <laughs> yes so as a lot of you know i do other podcasts as brandon valentine and and uh mm-hmm. and brie has been on both uh love and hate radio yep. which uh, b just supposed to be bringing back um nice. and then she, she's also been on she's actually one of only two people that have ever been guests on um down the rabbit hole because so, I invited myself. <laughs> you did, but I mean, it was so much fun. We had such a blast. And then I've been on, on your podcast, yep. um, the uh, by its cover, multiple times. And I yes. love I love that podcast, which, by the way, you need to do an episode soon. But, I, well, we have we have an intro recorded and we watched the movie. We just haven't finished. <laughs> it happens. It happens. So, um, when but the other thing that we did together was during the pandemic we did uh some questionable content yes uh, yeah. which was a co- combined joint effort between uh Renardish and by its cover pod yeah which is another podcast that I do so yeah. so we've we've done a lot together but today we're actually doing one where I don't have a lot of experience on this side but you do yeah um, and I don't and- have a lot of experience on OCR stuff so yes well and this is one of those things like this this show really started off as just ocr and then we started going more into health and mental health and everything else Mm -hmm. um and what really prompted this was i was talking to a a good friend who's been on the show before who had bariatric surgery and we talked about hers a long time ago and i finally actually met her in person this last weekend and we were talking yeah and we were talking and i'm like oh you would love this show called the berry couple it's two of my you know favorite people who had as a couple had both had bariatric surgery and they they Mm -hmm. talk about their journey yeah so i was like you know i think it'd be a lot of fun to have you on here too because i have multiple friends now that have had the surgery Mm -hmm. who i i think would be great to to know there's other people out there that have gone through it you know and the stuff that you've you've had to because most of us who've never done it we don't understand yeah well i mean before i before i started the process before Kevin is one half of a berry couple he is a stand-up comedian he's on the road right now um mike did invite him too but uh i have a lot more availability than Kevin does yeah and we we like brie better anyway but i mean (laughs) hair flip (laughs) Yes, I mean, I've, you know, and really that's kind of how we met was through Kevin because I Mm -hmm. do as Brandon Valentine, I do comedy and um, Kevin actually was a teacher and Mm -hmm. um, me and Matt from Renerdish went with and helped him in one of his classrooms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, because he taught a a class on comedic lit. So there's a lot of background, but 
I mean, today, like I said, we wanted to talk about the, you know, the bariatric surgery and the, mm-hmm. the, what, what it takes to go through it. I mean, a lot of people think, oh, you just go in, this is, it's the easy way out. You go in, they put the yeah. sleeve on and then you just suddenly magically lose weight. Yeah. And that's not true in any way, shape or form. Yeah. And, and I was completely guilty of that too. Um, you know, the one that was most common for me growing up, which I'm just a smidge younger than you are, uh, was lap band. Uh, there were a lot, there's a lot of talk about lap band surgery. Um, what, which is still, I mean, that's still a thing, but it wasn't one that Kevin and I chose to do. Uh, it's something that can be from what I understand, easily reversed. Uh, mine, uh, can be reversed. I got the ruin Y, um, which essentially what, what I'll get into that later. And then mm-hmm. Kevin got the gastric sleeve, which cannot be reversed because they literally sliced out like three quarters of his stomach and just removed it completely from his body. Um, so that cannot be reversed. Um, so essentially what got us started, uh, we have, I have always been overweight. Like I have yo-yo dieted. I've struggled my whole life um, being overweight. I never really enjoyed exercising because when you're carrying around extra pounds, it's it's not fun. Mm. Um, so I, Kevin and I decided last April, uh, a cousin of ours, uh, got it, had bariatric surgery. And she had a really successful, like she was being very successful and she still is. I mean, she, I think she's at her maintenance weight and she, she looks and feels amazing. Which is awesome. Um, and so that kind of started us into, well, what would it take? And I had no idea. So I went to my primary care physician and said, Hey, can you write me a referral for bariatric surgery? because I mean, I just thought it was like, Hey, I need carpal tunnel surgery. You'll do a quick test and then I'll get under the knife and I'll be good to go. Mm -hmm. Oh no. Uh, so the process locally for us, which we live in Indianapolis now, um, the program we went through was, uh, six months of classes and, uh, nutrition classes uh, the recommendation for therapy. Um, we had a psych test. We had a GI flow test. I mean, their blood work. You, if you were not sober, you had to be sober. If you were a smoker, you had to stop smoking. Thankfully, Kevin and I were not smokers or drinkers. I mean, we'd have a beer occasionally, but uh, honestly, that was super easy for us to just yeah. cut that out. Um, so we took. And the other thing about it is it was six consecutive months of classes. So if you missed a class, you had to start all over. Uh, Thankfully, we did not. But for half of the classes, Kevin was living in Pittsburgh doing a comedy residency. Mm -hmm. So he would have to make sure to come over from Pittsburgh, which is about six and a half hours from here, to make sure that he made it to the class and stayed consecutive. Yeah. and it was it was an interesting experience. I'm actually really glad it was required to take those classes. Uh, I learned a lot more about 
like the functionality of food that goes into your body, uh, like the purpose of it. Before that, I was always like, oh, well, you just got to eat something because it's fuel for your body. But mm -hmm. they really go more into like the nutrients and why they're important. Um, and I mean, protein is huge for post-bariatric surgery patients. Uh, our program recommends 60 to 80 grams of protein a day post-surgery. Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, do you have any questions so far? I mean, it, not really. I mean, you're really kind of breaking it down. I mean, like I said, it was one of those things that, like you said, I mean, I always thought it was just like, you go to your doctor, you say, Hey, I'm having problems losing weight, fix it. Yeah. Yeah. And I never understood until I talked to, you know, like I said, I've had a few people I've talked to in the past that have done mm -hmm. it and told me about it. And then, you know, yours and Kevin's journey, where it was, you had to go through all these classes mm -hmm. first and these psyche valves and everything else. And you're like, wow, I, I never knew because there's so many things that could, it's not so simple that you, you cut it out and then suddenly you lose the weight and you're good. Right. And I think that that I, it has been one of the, the best things to focus on for us in is the fact that bariatric surgery is a tool. It's mm -hmm. not a cure-all. Uh, so if I if I truly just wanted to get rid of the weight it, with a surgery, it could have just done lipo, you know? Um, but I, we chose to, well, first of all, insurance covered it, which was huge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which I, if you are going down this road and you're thinking about getting bariatric surgery and you get into a program, have them check your insurance before you put all that time and effort into it because my insurance, when I started the process said that they do approve bariatric surgery, but then I talked to the insurance person that or the person that bills insurance through our program. And she's like, they may say that, but they never approve it. So I actually had the time and the chance to switch to an insurance that would cover our surgeries. Um, so I, and that's one of the things we have, um, a group Facebook page for our community, uh, our bariatric community in the area. And they, that's one of the things I see on there all the time. Insurance denied this insurance refused that. Do you think my insurance will, or how long is insurance going to take? Um, so do, do yourself a favor and do that research first. Uh, your doctor's office should be, or whomever you're going through this program for if you want insurance to cover it have that conversation at the start yeah which makes sense i'm pretty sure it's probably not that cheap no uh-uh <laughs> although no. i never saw the bill because it all got covered no. um but you know and then there's some people that choose to go to different countries to get the surgery done um i'm not sure if they have to go through programs for that uh, I know that like Mexico is pretty uh, popular and then Turkey also. I've seen a lot of people go to Turkey to get the surgery done. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Which I was like, oh, I would never have thought that. Although I do know that Turkey is a good place to go for um, hair transplants too. <laughs> hmm. um, you sent so, a cabin there? No, you know, I think cabins <laughs> accepted Sorry. his his hair follicle situation. <laughs> we did 
Oh, we did see a picture of us the other day when we first started dating and he had a ton of hair and he's like, I miss my hair. I'm like, I'm sorry, honey. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It, yeah. But, and, and yeah, I mean, it's, I, I couldn't imagine going to another country to do it. Cause like you said, the program and from everyone I've talked to, it is the mental side. I can't remember how, mm -hmm. what year I think my friend was telling me that I think it's like year four or something where a lot of people start having major issues you know, yeah. like mentally and mm -hmm. everything like that. And and it is a tough thing to do. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, I've done the yo-yo diet. I mean, I've, I lost mm -hmm. a bunch, then I'll get injured and I'll come back up a little bit. You know, right now I'm, I'm bigger than I want to be, but I'm not where I was. Thankfully. Yeah. Um, in fact, today I just, my, I got a new indoor bike trainer showed up today that that's nice. what I was putting together right before we started this. So, um, cause my goal is to do, um, the Galveston Ironman in okay. April. So okay. I need to get the, the time in the seat. So there's yeah. not a lot of great places right by my house to ride the bike. But when I get home and it's dark, I can just hop on the mm -hmm. trainer and go to town. So, yeah. and that's another um, thing. Do they have, is, is exercise a big part of it? So, <laughs> or is it, cause I know my one friend I talked to her biggest issue she had was because she couldn't eat enough to have the energy to exercise. Yeah. So uh, it's, and I actually admitted this to my nutritionist. I did not exercise the six months that we did the, that we did the base program. Mm -hmm. um, and I really didn't eat all that well either. Uh, I was, I learned a lot and I was going to therapy. So I was working a lot on my connections, my mental connections with mm -hmm. food and the relationship I had with it, which honestly, I don't think if I wouldn't have, if I would not have done that, I would not be successful now because I was able to work through a lot of things um, that I didn't even recognize were food related issues. Um, so that that was huge for me and Kevin as well. Uh, and it's something that I've actually spoken on our community panel twice since I had my surgery. Uh, and a lot of the things that I, a lot that I focus on is therapy is mm -hmm. getting, getting yourself in the right mental state, because like I said, this is a tool. It's not an instant gratification. Like you're out of surgery and you've lost 150 pounds. It's, it's a process. Um, I, at my highest, I was 295, uh, for surgery, I was 268 and I weighed in today. It, my surgery is February 8th. I weighed in today at 169. So I'm almost a hundred pounds since surgery. Um, and to look back on that and realize that just blows my mind. Um, it's, but that being said, I didn't start really walking, exercising until July of this year. And it happened because I went to Chicago for the first time mm -hmm. and I ended up walking like 11 miles in two days, uh, just because, you know, I wanted to go places and, um, I thought to myself, well, sh if I can pull that off, why am I not walking when I'm home? And so, uh, I started when I got home, I have this beautiful trail just right by my house. It's easy to get to, um, safe and well-traveled. And, um, I started with two miles and now I usually do about four. Uh, I started jogging a little bit. That's good. <laughs> uh, 
but it definitely you think that because you're walking that you're using all your muscles but whoa it takes different ones for sure <laughs> it does it does but i mean really i mean when i lost the weight you know over covid that's how i started i just i had time i'd go across the street from where i you know my house and uh-huh. walk on the trail and then after a while and then i started jogging and then i turned into running and i mean it's good exercise it's tough on me yeah. sometimes but you know yeah. it, it's good to get out there and get the breathing and everything else but and i like the way that you call it a tool and not you know, an end all. I think that's one thing in our society that we see a lot where people, they want that end all, like that cure all, like, oh, I have this surgery and then I can go back to sitting on the couch and eat potato chips and play video games and I'm suddenly going to become skinny. And it's like, no, there's so much more. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's one piece of the puzzle. Yes. And so one of the major things uh, that can happen with the surgery that I got, which is the Ruin Y, or mm-hmm. people often refer to it just simply as the gastric bypass. Uh, it takes a section of your stomach and reroutes it to like your small intestine and everything still stays in there. Um, and I could, I am more likely to get what's called dumping syndrome, uh, which is if I eat something that doesn't agree with my tiny tummy, that it either comes up or it goes out real quick. And so I've been very afraid of that. <laughs> I can understand that. And so usually what triggers it is sweets. And so thankfully I have, it's been a really good fear motivator for me in the fact that um, I haven't had any temptations really. Uh, there was a couple times this summer where I was like, oh, some ice cream sounds good. And then I'm like, but does it sound good enough? <laughs> does it sound um, that good? So I've actually only uh, had dumping syndrome twice since surgery. And I I, I upchucked. I know that's probably a lot of information, but you talk about blistery, bloody feet. So we do, we do. That's fine. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to give you the. Uh, the raw situation. Uh, I'll but it's the- good because people need to know the, the truth. And I mean, that's one of those things. It's kind of one of those, I feel like people go into this sometimes without completely understanding what it is and, you know, having an idea of where they can go to a podcast like your bear, the bear couple and listen, oh, hey, this is what really you have to go through. Yeah. You know, I think it's good to understand that, you know, hey, if you eat the wrong things, it may come up or out one way or the other. Yeah, don't try something new in your tummy if you haven't, if, if you're around people. Like, if you're going to test something out, test it out at home. <laughs> but mine, my only trigger so far has been uh, hamburger hamburger patties, mm-hmm. which is weird. Um, it is. And it's, it's not like if I have hamburger in like a spaghetti sauce or a chili, that's fine. But if it's just a flat hamburger patty, I'm gone. Wow. But I mean, it's good to know. It's like we always say with, with runners, it's like people always ask, what should I eat, you know, or have for my run? I'm like, don't put anything in that you haven't ate before, because if you're halfway through that run and you eat the wrong thing. You're going to do a different type of running. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of porta potties usually on these runs. So, I mean, you're going to find the answer out quick, but bear shits in the woods. I mean, just saying. Yeah. So, <laughs> no. um, yeah, so, so yeah, only eat what I, you're used to. Yeah. The, um, it, and it's so interesting to me because prior to this surgery, I was always like low key hungry and I didn't realize it. 
Uh, and that's not a feeling I have anymore. And the freedom from it is just mind blowing. Um, like some days I'll forget to eat, which is not good. I do not recommend it. Um, but to have that freedom from being like, well, what am I going to, what am I going to eat next? What am, what am like, what do I have in the house that I can just pick at, you know? Um, it's been so amazing. Like Kevin and I have uh, went to Gen Con, which is a massive board game mm -hmm. convention here in Indy. And we, we didn't have to worry about like, what are we going to go eat? You know, it, it wasn't a constant thing in our brains. Uh, and so that, that has been extremely freeing uh, to not have that hunger all the time, to not be controlled by it. Um, I'm not sure that everybody experiences it, but Kevin and I are having similar, similar experiences. Um, another thing that you have to worry about with bariatric surgery is uh, transference. So there's a lot of people that get bariatric surgery that trade one addiction for another. And so there's a lot of people that they've found like become alcoholics. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I thought, I think therapy is so important to, to go through this experience with, and I'll probably say it 20 more times while we're talking, but, um, you know, it's so much of my life before the surgery was what am I going to have for dinner? What am I going to eat next? You know, and, and to not, to have all that free time afterwards can be can be overwhelming. Like, what do you fill it with? Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know, so some people like do are become gamblers or shopping addicts or, you know, where are you going to get that dopamine hit from? Uh, so that's really important to have those conversations with yourself consistently. Like, am I, am I, uh, walking into any bad habits trying to fill this void? Um, and thankfully I, I haven't experienced that. Um, I, I have had a couple beers since, uh, I know, I know. Right. I went yeah. to Ireland and had half of a half of a pint of Guinness, because if you're in Ireland, you have to have Guinness. <laughs> you can't not go to Ireland and not have Guinness. I mean, yeah. Yeah. But I mean, everything hits so much harder, so much quicker because there's, I mean, it's like direct shot to your tummy and then into your intestines. Like I, you could get real lightheaded real quick. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, I know that was like, I said, my one friend that I talked to that does OCR, one of her issues mm -hmm. she had was having, getting enough because of that. Cause I'm pretty sure mm -hmm. she had the same one you did we're keeping the energy level because everything, like you said, hits and goes through a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times she wasn't getting the nutrients yeah. as much as she would normally. So all of a sudden you, she had to eat differently to make sure that she had the energy to do more than three or four miles. I mean, to be able to hit, you know, the 13 miles and stuff like that, that you do in some OCRs, you know, yeah. and having that, that fuel on course to make sure she could do it because your, your stomach is so much smaller at that point. Mm -hmm. You need the same amount of fuel really to get the race done, but you don't have the, the stomach size to do it. Yeah. And, and it's 
all a process. I mean, you were talking on your on your last episode. Was it with is it Megan, uh, the OCR so. trainer? Yeah. Yep. So uh, about how you know you need to do your testing beforehand, mm-hmm. and you know that's that's definitely something that I've learned with my increase in walking is I need to make sure that. I have something small before I go and then eat something when I get home too. Um, because if not, I'll get like shaky. Um, and the other thing that's very interesting about bariatric surgery, and I'm sure that this is probably um, something you guys have to consider as OCR people is the fact that you're not, if you're going to eat, you are not supposed to drink anything 20 minutes before or 20 minutes after this, the eating. And so, um, that can be like, I, I have my Fitbit and I have to hit a timer every time I'm like, Oh, I'm going to be eating as soon. I got to make sure I'm not drinking any water or, well, I pretty much only drink water now, except for, you know, a coffee in the morning. Um, but that, I mean, that I can imagine is quite the challenge, uh, for true athletes that are doing, like the Tough Mudder and the OCR stuff. And cause that's, yeah. that's definitely something you would want to test out before you get to the day. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's one of the ones I've talked to a couple of people that have had the surgery, different ones. And that was one of the biggest things was for finding the, the way to be able to keep their nutrition level up. I didn't know about the not drinking 20 minutes before, because that would be interesting. Of Is that because of the, the size of, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Because I know that would say if you want to fill full, drink water, you know, and that'll. Yes. Yeah. The uh, the other thing that, at least in our program, is we're not allowed to have any type of foods that expand once they get into your stomach. So we're not allowed to have pasta or rice or bread of any kind, uh, which I know are huge carb loaders. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know how that would impact um, athletes. That would be an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could just take a spoon of peanut butter. <laughs> but, it's yeah. but even that has a lot of sugar in it. And so you got to test that out because you might you might have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah, that was me. I'm um, because actually when I run, usually if I do a longer one, um, one of my snacks that I put is uh, peanut butter and honey sandwiches. Ooh. Yeah. Because I, I want the honey be- I want the sugar for the big the, yeah. the you know the push because you want the you know the the peanut butter for the protein and then the honey gives you that good you know real sugar sugar rush, yeah. sugar rush that you need in a run which a lot of the, it's funny because I have a couple you mentioned Megan mm-hmm. when Megan does ultras we've talked about this she takes uh what is it I think Snickers and Coke holy moly because yeah, you, if you had bariatric surgery you yeah. wouldn't be able to do that because no. you can't have anything carbonated either yeah yeah, she likes the 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 like Snickers and Coke because when you're doing an, an before an event, you know you don't want to eat anything with a lot of sugar. But during an event, you want that quick sugar that you're going to get from the the. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her other one is pizza when she's doing long events. I heard that. Yeah, I heard that on that episode, and yeah. I was like, I was like, I mean, can't have that either. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I wouldn't have thought. It's like those things that you wouldn't think of. You know, you think of all these yeah. like healthy foods, but I've learned from a lot of ultra runners. They're like, oh yeah, I eat healthy until I'm on the race, mm-hmm. and you're like, 
Oh, but then it makes sense because it's food that you would need to be able to burn quick and fast. But yeah. the problem like you would have, like you said, is there's a lot of those you can't have because of the and, bariatric and surgery. That's where it becomes interesting for athletes. Like I said, I know a couple athletes that have had it. Mm-hmm. And it's it's one of those, like I said, I think people think of it as a, a quick, oh, it's a quick fix and then I'll be great and I can go right back to where I was when I no. you know, when I was a teenager and running and it's like, no, mm-hmm. because now you have to figure out a whole new different nutrition level, mm-hmm. a whole way of doing it without, you know, the the typical nutritions that we would use. Yeah. You have to find a way to work with your nutrition. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is I hope that the people that consider doing this or do get to the point where they do this, um, that they have a system that they have a good support system. Mm-hmm. The the program that we've gone through, um, we can my chart our people anytime. You know, they they're super quick to to respond about that kind of stuff. Um and so having a supportive like even though I had my surgery what uh eight months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I still feel comfortable reaching out to them and saying, Hey, this is the situation. I have a friend that's been in it for, she's had it 12 years. Uh, and she's able to still reach out to her doctor. Hey, I had this situation. Can you tell me like how I should proceed? Uh, so if you have a true, uh, program and not just a surgery, uh, then I think that that support network is, is huge. Um, because your body changes. I, I mean, my eventually my stomach will get probably big enough to hold a cup of food at a time. Right now, it's still about a quarter of a cup to half a cup at a time. Um, and which I challenge anybody that's listening or watching this to go and measure out a quarter cup of water or soup or something and then eat that and realize that bariatric patients for the first six, six to nine months, that's all that can fit in our tummies at any given time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is one of the reasons why we're able to lose weight, what they consider rapidly. Um, but at the same time, that's when because that's really what helped me realize that food is just a nutrition source because Mm -hmm. everything that goes in my mouth has to count towards keeping my body moving. Um, especially, uh, because I, uh, am a female or anybody that has, uh, female parts, like we have to deal with menstruation. Uh, that is, that's, uh, something that I have to take different, um, vitamins than Kevin does to make sure that I don't become anemic. Uh, also the ruin Y surgery is, uh, higher is more likely to have malnutrition because of how things are absorbed into the system. Mm -hmm. So I have to be more careful with my vitamin intake. Um, I'll, I'll always be on bariatric vitamins for the rest of my life. So will Kevin, but I will be more likely to, uh, get, have malnutrition, malabsorption issues than he will. Um, so yeah, I have to take extra things because of when, when, you know, the lovely lady time period happens. Yeah. 
Yeah. Once again, you talked about bloody feet. I can talk about <laughs> periods. Well, I mean, it's it's a medical thing, and I mean, it's something that's going to come up, and that I mean, and it is something that is, I mean, biologically going to happen to people who are you know who yeah. have those parts. I yeah, mean, it's going to happen that way. Yeah. So uh, it's things, and I'm I'm still learning. It's still trying to figure things out. Um, plateauing is definitely a thing, just like any weight loss. Um, and I'm sure you've had it before too. Mm -hmm. You know, you've done, you've just been hitting that go down and then all of a sudden it's like, well, fuck you for three weeks. I'm not moving. That scale's not moving. Uh, but one of the major things that we focus on is non-scale victories. And I'm sure that that's huge for you guys too, when you're training, Mm -hmm. um, and all that it's, you know, it's, the feel of your clothes. It's, you know, that first time I got on an airplane and I didn't need a seatbelt extender. It's going to Gen Con and not feeling like I'm the most massive person in there and that I can navigate between booths. Mm-hmm. There, the freedom that I have uh, because of this process and the work that I've done and will continue to do. I'm not, I'm not done yet. I'm not at my maintenance phase. Um, it's, it's been an amazing journey and I'm, I don't regret a single bit of it. Which is good. And and that's one of the things like, I I do love how you talk about how the, the non-scale victories, I think too many of us focus so hard on the scale, um, Mm -hmm. that we miss some of the others. And I've had it like when I was, you know, when I was on my journey and I, you know, just running and everything, losing weight, I hit a point, it was about 240 because mm-hmm. I started at about 310. And when I hit about 240, all of a sudden, nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was like a month and a half. I was mm-hmm. just sitting at 240 and I'm like <clears throat> losing Bullshit. my mind. Yeah. And I'm like, this is <laughs> stupid. What the hell? I'm still working hard. I'm doing all this. But then I'm looking at my times on my runs. They're getting better, mm-hmm. you know, and my pants are fitting different. And I'm like, okay, okay. I'm not losing the weight. But my mm-hmm. body is adjusting in different ways. You know, I'm gaining yep. muscle, which muscle weighs more than weight. So it's kind of, it was, it was evening out. And then all of a sudden it was like one day it was like, I went from 240 to like 210 yep. in like a week. And it was like, yeah. what the, you know, because all of a sudden my body caught up and I'm like, holy crap. But <laughs> it was one of those that people forget that our bodies, we may not be losing weight because we're gaining muscle or we're muscle. doing this in other places and things mm-hmm. are happening and you you get so stuck on that scale mm-hmm. you know yeah. and I mean like right now I'm about 240 now uh-huh. because you know after you know I gained some weight you know because I kind of had to quit for a few months because of the my my Iron Man issue last yeah. year when I wrecked um or fell over or whatever you want to call it well and you've also had like major life changes happening yeah. too yeah I moved to Texas all that but um I'm a different 240 than I was Mm-hmm. you know, back then. Cause when I was 240 before, I mean, I was, I couldn't move. I couldn't do now. I'm kind of a different 240. I'm 240, mm-hmm. but I'm a lot more muscular. I can pick up, I can do a lot more at this 240, but I mean, I want to get back down about 210. I'll get there. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, and that's why I got the bike trainer and all that. So I can start focusing on, you know, what I need to do again. Now that I'm settled in Texas and everything's yeah. going, you know, good, which I love it here so far, except for today. It's like 50 degrees, which is just stupid. But Yeah, I have, uh, the the weather here has been up and down a lot lately. Mm. Like one day, 
Like two days ago, it was 80 degrees. And then last night it got down to like 32. And I'm like, oh, better close the bedroom window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yesterday it was literally 85. Me and a friend were doing a workout. It was 85 and then woke up this morning and it was 50. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're like, what the fudge? This isn't what I moved for. This is, yeah, exactly. I think that's exactly what I post. I'm like, this is not why I moved to Texas. Uh, <laughs> But it's one of those things, like I was saying, you know, that's one of the reasons I got the the in, indoor trainer. So I could hook yep. the bike up to that and I could just sit there and, you know, get the mileage and get the 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 time mm-hmm. in the seat to get used to riding the bike for, for later stuff. And that's kind of, I think with the, the bariatric surgery, everything else, and like even our thing that we do, you find mm-hmm. ways to make it work, you yeah. know, and it's always an adjustment. There's always something, yes. you know, you're like, okay, this is working. And then all of a sudden it doesn't anymore for some reason, Mm -hmm. you know? So there's always that adjustment phase and everything else. So how much have you had a lot of that or has it just kind of been? So I I have continued on in therapy with my therapist and I absolutely love her. And uh, one of the things that I do frequently, and I say this all the time is check in with myself. Um, You know, is this still working? Is, is there some, a, a better way to do this. Um, It's also really important to figure out how to celebrate without food Um, because that is a huge, I mean, uh, my upbringing was always, oh my God, you got a great grade on your, on your report card. Let's go out to dinner. You know, Uh, not that that's no judgment on my family at all. Uh, It's just the, the way I was raised and, Mm -hmm. um, so celebration to us, or um, it was it was food related, and so mm-hmm. we had to come up with new ways to to make sure that we were uh, celebrating our successes along the way. Uh, so when we first started the program, we actually created a list of um, rewards for him and then for me and then for us as a couple and um so uh, what's so my first one was I got a double helix piercing in my ear and he uh got a custom woodworked uh dungeon master screen for D&D uh so I saw that that was gorgeous by the way isn't it gorgeous it's a lovely purple it's uh by a lady named Val Werner and she's a stand-up comedian here in Indy and she's absolutely a doll um but that's that's a huge thing is to be able to find what feels like success for you and then be able to celebrate it in a way that doesn't derail your experience and your successes yeah. And, and I think it's, I don't know if it's a generational thing or whatever, because I know that was my family too. Mm-hmm. Whenever you had something like, oh, you did amazing. Let's go out to dinner or, hey, if you do this, I'll get you a donut or whatever. Yeah. I mean, food was always our reward yeah. for everything. So it was like, yeah, you know, yeah. so you, now it's kind of one of those things you're like, you know, the second you do something good, you're like, where's my donut? Yeah, <laughs> it's totally, it's totally true. And, um, it's even harder for Kevin than it was for me, uh, because he actually had, a, I wouldn't say a true addiction, but fast food was at least once a day for him. And mm-hmm. I know because as a teacher, it's just quick and easy. Yep. Um, it, which he's not a teacher anymore. And I think that that's one of the six, 
the reasons why he is able to be successful is because he can navigate the day and the work that he does as a stand-up comedian and not be forced into time constraints that are going to make him make bad decisions food-wise, um, which has been amazing, amazing to see. And and I could see that being so difficult because I mean, doing, doing comedy myself, half the time you're paid with beer Chicken and tenders. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> beer and food. So it's like, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's like uh, beer and food. It's like, I'm not supposed to have either one of those. No, so. I can't. Mm, sorry. Yeah. Uh, it's also, I think, been a good experience for him because it's made him advocate for himself. And um, he's very much, anybody that knows Kevin, he knows he's a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, I, that's been really cool to see him, uh, grow in a way like that to, to support himself for success. Um, especially since I'm not all, well, I'm mostly not there when he's performing. So yeah. I'm not, <laughs> not like, sorry, he can't have chicken tendies. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, it, it's a tough thing. Cause I mean, you do get into that, you know, for me, along with being you know an a reward it was also my nervousness if uh-huh. i've got nerves i'm worried about something first thing i do mm-hmm. i'm gonna le- reach for food yep. you know um not as much alcohol occasionally alcohol but i'm never i've never really i don't want to say i've never had a problem with it but i'm more of a i'm a situational if i'm in the bad situation i'll drink but um you know i'm not <laughs> But yeah. I, it's a nervous thing, you know, it's, it's whatever, but food is my big nerves. If I'm nervous, I will eat it. And then mm-hmm. the whole thing of you, you have to finish what you, you, oh, yeah. on your plate. so I'm one of those, I would sit there and just pick at it, even though I'm stuffed and it hurts, but I'm like, yeah, you have to eat it all, you know, <laughs> but yeah. So it, I think that would be, not. Yeah, that would be <laughs> the hard one to, to like really break the habit of what's funny is I found out like yesterday that, um, I think my wife is my big problem with drinking sometimes but we went to a game uh the the football game and we're at the bar and i went to order another one and she's like another double and i'm like double and she's like yeah that's what you that's that's what you've been drinking and i'm like that's the problem there we go yeah amber started it off with doubles so when i was on like my third one and i'm thinking i'm only i'm like oh no wonder i'm starting i'm like this is Three should not make me feel like this, but I'm like, they're yeah. doubles that I didn't know um, they were doubles. Okay. That makes me feel better. So I'm like, huh, honey, you're driving home. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, it's what, yeah, it's for me, it's always been food is, you know, not only a reward, it was also my nerves. So if yeah. I got nervous, I ate, which I mean, stress, me, sad, yes, stress, sad, whatever. Um, until I was like 25, 26, I had like an insane you know, metabolism. Like I was, I know it's horrible. When me and Amber got married, if you see pictures of us, when we got married at 24, I was 160 pounds. Wow. Yeah. And that was my biggest, at that point, that was the biggest I've ever been. Did you have long hair? No, my hair was like, like military short. So, which I know I was never in the military, but that was that short, but yeah. yeah. So it was, yeah, I was like 160 pounds when we got married and then it was just kind of all of a sudden my metabolism and that's kind of the thing for me it was all of a sudden then you know years later I'm like how did this happen you know yeah. <laughs> but it it sneaks up on you <laughs> it does it does so I mean it, it really does and that's kind of one of the things you know um with the surgery it helps mm-hmm. now but if you don't keep up with everything 
and, you know, do what you're supposed to do and do, you know, and that's why I think it's amazing that you have the group and the help and the mm-hmm. support. And I mean, especially with like you and Kevin doing it together as a couple, I mean, you yeah. have each other to support. That was what helped. Like when me, I lost all the weight. A lot of people don't know Amber was doing Weight Watch yeah. at the same time and she lost a lot of weight too. So as a couple, we were able to do it. And I mean, when you have that support group mm-hmm. and you can do it together, it's, it's a it's huge, huge, huge help. Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons why we started a berry couple is, um, when we went into this process, we didn't see a lot of, uh, information online for people, for couples doing it together. And we are like, we need, we would like to be able to advocate for it, to share the experience. We've been very lucky. We haven't had any massive reactions. We didn't have any in uh, errors with our surgeries. There are some people that do go through some, I mean, just like any surgery, you're, you're taking a risk, you're taking a mm-hmm. gamble. Um, but so far and knock on wood in the future, I think our, our gamble has paid off, uh, exponentially for us. Uh, but I know that at one point I looked at Kevin and I said, I'm doing this. I'm getting this surgery. You don't have to, I'm not going to make you, this is your choice in your body. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'm doing this. And he's like, I'm doing it too. (laughs) And I just know how hard it would be if you had one versus, uh, but not the other. And we're very lucky in the fact that we don't have children. Um, you know, the only other entities that we have to feed in our house are our three dogs, uh, who actually eat more in a day than we do now. Um, so us doing, having this journey together has made it so nice. And, you know, my family, although they were worried about me going and having a surgery, because like I said, you, you never know when you're under anesthesia. Um, they've been super supportive. Uh, when I went to Ireland and Scotland with my mom and my auntie, they were very much like, we got, are you gay? Uh, what kind of food can you have? Like, what, how are we going to like, do we need to navigate this? And like my mom and I would split food a lot. And when I was done, I was done. And, and they were totally just fine with that. Um, so even though they live in Washington, they've been very supportive. Um, and, and that's huge too. Uh, and I think, I think a big success, a big thing that we haven't had to deal with that a lot of other people our age or in this situation are we don't have to feed kids yeah (laughs) we just have to worry about ourselves (laughs) it it sounds weird but it's true I mean that's one of the things I can remember as a teenager I used to get so annoyed with Mm -hmm. my parents because they would go on diets and all of a sudden there's nothing to eat in the house and I'm like Mm -hmm. what the hell and they're like well we're on a diet and I'm like I'm 120 pounds people I need to eat. I need to gain some weight. Like I'm buying like things of whey protein, trying to make my body gain weight. And there all of a sudden there's nothing to eat in the house. And they're like, oh, we can't have any. I'm like, I need to eat. You know, and I can get that. And that's like where me and Amber got lucky was like, it was just us. I mean, Benton was still at home, but he was working and doing other stuff. So I mean, he kind of had his food. We had ours, you know, and we were able to to do it together as a couple. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen so many times where people get derailed because all of a sudden it's like one partner is like, okay, I'm going to do this. And the other one's like, good luck. Yeah. And then orders and, a pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And then all of a sudden they're over there eating their salad or whatever, eating right. And they're, you know, yeah. like, so they got a pizza or, you know, or you get to all the time too. Oh, I'm going to get a salad from McDonald's. And it's like, you might as well just get the Big Mac. Yeah. <laughs> I so, mean, it's probably going to be just as, just as much is good for you. Yeah. yeah. So it's been, I mean, having Kevin on this journey with me, us doing it together, us talking about it, checking in with each other, um, really trying to be cognizant of the different ups and downs of it mm-hmm. um, so we could talk about it has been, I think, one of the best experiences of my life. Um, and, you know, I'll see one thing I have to tell people, if you're considering this surgery, take before pictures, because mm-hmm. we took we didn't take them at the start of the program. We we took our first before pictures on December 22nd, 2022. And Kevin's surgery was on the 28th of December. Mine was on February 8th of 2023. So just, just two months of yeah. difference. And let me tell you, getting to see the side-by-sides, we try to take them every month or so. Um, on days when, or weeks that you plateau, seeing those before versus current progress photos, just, it keeps your spirits so high and is, it really is a great way to remind yourself of all that you've been through. And it's not just, it's not just a calorie reduction thing. It's not, it's a whole, it's a whole mental change. And I I mean, as douchey as that sounds, it, it is like a whole body, whole mind experience. Mm -hmm. And I, there are people that I've seen that have to go in for revisions because they've gained it all back. And I hope to never get to that point. And I think one of the ways that one of the things that I'm doing now that we're doing now in hopes to not revert is chronicling this journey through a berry couple uh, to hold ourselves accountable and to share the ups and downs because it's not all sunshine and roses. And I mean, loose skin, baby. That's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, uh, I, I uh, poked my belly the other day. I was, and I, I was like, it looks like a water puddle. Because it's just like ripples. Yeah, but I mean, I I mean, and I agree with the the taking pictures. That was one of the things when I was losing the weight. Because I I I mean, even for in I'm I'm not sure if the episode it should air before this one, but there's an episode that I did with another person where we were talking about the whole idea of body dysmorphia. You know, yeah. And when it comes to in, I hate to say it this way, but when it comes to men, for whatever reason, a lot of people don't think we get it, and we get it big time. For mm-hmm. me, like even when I was losing the weight, I told people all the time, it's not working. I'm just, you know, I'm running, nothing's happening. And then all of a sudden it's like, you know, Amber's like holding a picture of me up against like another picture of me going, look at these, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, wow. You know, and you don't see it till all of a sudden you see the pictures next to each other because you get mm-hmm. that whole idea of body dysmorphia. You're looking in the mirror and I'm still seeing that 310 pound, mm-hmm. like, you know, blob of that yep. that I was 
and I'm not seeing, you know, even when I was all the way down at 180, I'm still in the mirror. I'm still seeing mm-hmm. that 310 pound just yep. me that out of weight, can't breathe, everything else. And I'm like, it's just not working. But then yeah. all of a sudden I put the two together and I'm like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> yeah. Well, and even if you aren't in in a phase where you want to lose weight, but it, you want to build muscle or you're training mm-hmm. for something, I still recommend taking pictures because your body is going to change and you're going to go through, I assume, uh, you're going to go through a phase where you feel like you're not making any gains. And I guarantee you will be able to see a difference. Mm-hmm. Just, just for your own posterity, just take that before picture, take that starting picture because you won't regret it. Yeah, you won't. I have a friend who you'll, you'll regret feeling that, like taking that picture that day because you're like, God damn it. But you're not going to regret it later. I have a friend who works out a lot and she actually, Mm -hmm. she showed pictures of herself at the same weight, Uh but like six months apart. And you're Mm -hmm. looking at it going, there's no way that's the same weight. And she's like, no, this is the same way because she looks so much smaller in the other one, but it's muscle. Yeah. You know, and it's like same weight, just like we said, muscle weighs more than fat. So a lot of times yeah. when you're really, if you're lifting and doing a strength workout and stuff like that, a lot of times you won't lose weight, but you will lose size. Yeah. And yeah. so you'll see that in a picture where you want it on a, I mean, like we said, the scale, it doesn't tell the whole story. And a lot exactly. of times the scale lies. The scale yes. lies a lot. Yeah. Um, so you can also do measurements. Uh, Mm -hmm. we, we took some, I think when I first had my surgery, but it's not something we keep up on. Uh, but I still have those original measurements. So all that's going to happen is I'm just going to keep losing inches. Um, so that's definitely something too. Like if you need that more constant motivation than, you know, a picture or definitely the scale, um, that that's another tool that you can use. Um, but I highly recommend uh, reaching out to us if you have any questions mm-hmm. about bariatric surgery. We're not experts. We'll just tell you about our experience. Yeah. Um, it's something I do not regret. I can't imagine ever regretting because uh, honestly, I, I thought I was just going to be hovering around 300 pounds for the rest of my life. And, you know, I was pre-diabetic, um, had high cholesterol. I was on metformin. I was on cholesterol meds and, um, I have a thyroid. I have hypothyroidism that won't go anywhere. Like that's going to always be there, but I'm no longer on my diabetic meds. I'm no longer on my cholesterol meds and I've almost halved my thyroid meds. So it's, it's not only the outside, but the inside that's, that's better and healthier. And I mean, that's it too. I mean, and it's the inside, it's the outside, it's the mental too, mm-hmm. which a lot of those things, people don't think about how much you just feel better when yeah. all of a sudden I went from, you know, 310. And even when I, just when I hit like 250 and, you know, started dropping mm-hmm. more and more, the more I dropped, the more I felt like walking upstairs, I wasn't like out of breath yeah. with it. like, before I hit the, the the next flight, you know, I could go up, you know, multiple yeah. flights. And at that time I was a safety, you know, guy for construction yeah. and I'd go to a construction site and they're like, okay, let's go walk this building. And I'm like, where's the, <laughs> like, we haven't built that yet. And I'm like, Son of a, you know, 
as I'm going up five, 10 flights of stairs, like, like, yeah. hold on because the safety guy is about to need CPR. So <laughs> he, he only weighs this way so he can test out your CPR yeah. skills. Yeah. <laughs> and and I mean, that was, you know, but then all of a sudden, once I lost the weight, it's like, okay, let's go. Okay, cool. Let's go for it. And I'm some of them where I'm not even like, oh, the elevator's over there and that's fine. I'll walk, you know? Yeah. And I can be, remember being on one. They're like, you know, they're like, it's 33 floors. Cool. So you get to top. Yeah. Know? And no problem, you know, just because I wanted to get those, the you know, go for it. And just because I could. Yeah. Know? I wanted to show myself that I could, that, hey, I could go up 33 flights of stairs and be fine with it. Where, you know, a year before that, like three flights, I would have died. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and but it's just there's a, mental... a lot of there's a lot of freedom involved with it and I didn't realize that there was going to be you know I think that that's one of the coolest things is to to realize how much more I feel and I've never I mean you've known me at Mm -hmm. my highest weight and now I mean probably my lowest weight since I was 16 um I I've never had a confidence problem (laughs) No, no. I am who I am and I, I love who I am and I'll never apologize for for that. (laughs) But I, I just feel, um, better in the world. And I don't think that's necessarily an indictment on the world. I mean, there's definitely issues with media and how people treat Mm -hmm. each other, especially, uh, people that are overweight. Uh, I feel like it's one of the last you know, classes that can really get shit on. (laughs) Um, But just to, I mean, I walked into like Abercrombie and Fitch the other day. I, I didn't even do that in high school. And I was like, I could wear something here. I don't want to because it's boring, boring as shit, but it felt really cool. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of people get stuck too, because it's like all the time we tell people, well, we love you just the way you are. We do. We do love you just the way you are. But if you decide you don't love you the way you are, we will help you and support you in any way we can to help you get to where you love you. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of where I think a lot of people get stuck on that because we tell people all the time and we mean it. I mean, we love you. I I loved you the way you were before and I love you too now, but it's like, you know, I mean it as in, I love you. If you don't love yourself, I will help you in any way I can. So you can get to a point that you love yourself. And I mean, yeah, I, I, people just get way too stuck on that. Yes. And then, I mean, losing the weight, I mean, it does change you mentally, physically, Mm -hmm. I mean, everything. And it just makes it so you don't need, you know, like I said, I mean, I make a joke in comedy. I don't know if you've even heard this because it's a new one since you guys moved to Indianapolis where I make a joke about losing the weight. And I always talk about like, you know, everyone, everyone always asks when you lose weight, why, you know, what was your reason? And I'm like, I I pulled a muscle wiping my own ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing how much more convenient yes. just normal tasks get when you listen. And a lot of people like looking at me and I've had people be like, where'd you come? I'm like, no, it really literally happened. Like I, yeah. I turned and, you know, and yeah. it's like, you know, and that was, I think that was like the breaking point for me. Just yeah. all of a sudden, like, I am so big that I just literally hurt myself. Pulled the muscle. Pull the muscle Just because I couldn't Doing a twist. basic function. Trying yep. to do it. Yeah, a basic function. Like needed help. I mean, I would go out of breath trying to tie my shoes. Yeah. 
That's yeah. why a lot of the, I still do it now because I just like them. I got the elastic shoelaces so I could just put my shoes on like a, like slippers. Nice. And it, everyone's like, oh, it's like, oh, comfortable, you know, all that. And it's like, no, it's because I actually, it, it I, I couldn't breathe enough. <laughs> it's to tie my, my shoes. diaphragm would collapse when <laughs> yeah. I bent over to tie my shoes. <laughs> like that was the, you know, but it's like, you don't want to admit that to people like, hey, I can't tie my shoes because yeah. I'm too fat, you know, yeah. but it's like, you know, once you lose the weight, you're like, oh, wow, I can do all this stuff. I don't need someone to tie my shoes for me. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it sounds really gross and whatever, but Amber clips my toenails for me. Most time, the reason that started was because I was too fat to do it myself. Yep. I Hey, I've been there for cabins. So, <laughs> you know, and it's one of those things like, you know, she did it because I was, you know, yeah. too fat to do it for me. And it's just, yeah, you don't realize sometimes until all of a sudden you lose the weight and you're like, shit, I, I can, can do that. Yeah. I yeah. Can do this myself. I don't need someone See? to do this for me. It's that, it's that freedom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is- no, I. I totally, I, it, and it's those little things that mm-hmm. add up way more than the scale loss, in my opinion. It does. It does. It's well, 22. It's like, even for me now, it's like, I have the, I went and bought a Kia Forte because okay. the gas mileage is amazing. And my, nice. I, my work is 60 miles away, so. Oh, geez. but it's only an hour drive because oh. traffic moves in Houston. So unlike Seattle, <laughs> it's not like Seattle. No, it's not like Seattle. <laughs> But I, I, you know, and we had one before years ago, but I hated mm-hmm. it because it, I couldn't get in and out of it very well. Yeah. Because it was yeah. so low. That's why we've always had SUVs. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that why bigger people have SUVs, they're easier to get in and out of. Yeah. Well, it's funny because, I, and I don't know if you've had to deal with this, but I had to buy Kevin a cushion for his, because he drives so much for comedy that he, with his weight loss, he had, his butt is like, disappearing and so it was really hurting his tailbone so i bought him a nice like fluffy cushion pillow to to sit on while Mm -hmm. he's driving yeah no i haven't had to do that one yet but yeah like i said we've always had suvs and stuff like that because it was easy to get in and out of because when Mm -hmm. you're bigger you can just you slide in and out when you get a you know a smaller car like the forte i you have to get go down yep and a lot of times going down and then you have to get up and it's like yeah, it's it's amazing though. Once you lose the weight, the how better you feel on a lot mm-hmm. of things, you know. So, I mean, if there's anybody things out there that you didn't even realize no. were that that they you were got used to. Yep. You just thought yeah. it was normal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, everyone has to do this. This is normal. And then all of a sudden, you lose the weight, and you're like, oh, oh, sh-. <laughs> this wasn't normal. This yeah. was just because I was bigger. You know, yeah. which I mean, people have issues with, and it's one of those things. If you're if someone listening to this and you're having nothing against anybody who who is a bigger person, there just are some people that are bigger, and That'd they're happy be, that way. If you're happy can, with yourself, be that way. Yeah, if the hypocrisy would be high if I had a problem with anybody of a bigger size, yeah. because like I said, I've always been overweight, yeah. <laughs> and. It, I mean, I had to have major surgery to to take control of it. So there will be no judgment, only support. No, yeah, only support. So, so is there anything else you wanted to say before we we? Uh, thank you so much for having oh, yeah. me on. I know that I'm definitely not an OCR person, and like I don't I said, know it's, if I. <laughs> the, the The podcast originally started as an OCR, but then we kind of gone more into health like just yeah. mental physical health because yeah. we figured ocr was a small niche 
but everybody needs to hear about health and everyone needs to understand yeah. their own health. And sometimes people just have, they need to hear, you know, from somebody who's gone through it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm absolutely love to being on the pod. I, I mean, I love talking to you. We, yeah. we have a great time every time we talk we do. together. We do. Um, so, uh, no, you could just find us on, uh, social media, Instagram, uh, and TikTok at a berry couple, a B A R I couple, uh, short for bariatric. I, yeah. I hope you get that. <laughs> and if you're watching the, the YouTube version of this, it's in the, it's under her yeah. name. Also, um, we will put links into the, the show notes. So, um, and then on Facebook, a berry couple, um, and we just, you know, we just keep talking about our experiences and, uh, we've, I've been going live on Instagram when I've been going on walks and stuff. So, uh, if you ever want to come and encourage me doing some exercise, just like our Instagram. <laughs> well, find all of my, um, I, I follow them on all of it. And I mean, even there are the ones that there is, yep. there's other ones by its cover. It wasn't a fun podcast to listen to yeah. another episode i but... know <laughs> the judgment I know, I know. i'm horrible about that i can't say much because this is actually a, we've been very sporadic with beastnet um the last couple months with my move and everything like that so oh yeah we're just now trying to get back on track and get you know episodes out there again because we were going every week there was a new episode and it's been we haven't been as much lately it it happens life happens yeah. it so. does yeah, that's, I mean, that's all I've got that I can think of right now. I It was a pretty good flow considering I didn't write any notes down, I think. <laughs> I don't use notes. I'm, I've, I'm definitely one of those ones. I'm horrible at notes. The only one I do notes for is, you know, the down the, the rabbit, rabbit hole. hole because that gets, that gets deep. But yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. Um, I will make sure that we, we put in the show notes where the listeners can find you. Um, Thank you. And definitely reach out to Brie if you have questions on if it's something mm -hmm. you want to do or if it's something you have done and you yeah. want to just talk to someone about it. I mean, reach out. Um, like I said, I have multiple friends. It seems like it's been in the last year. I think I've had four besides you and Kevin have four yeah. friends that have have decided to do this. And yeah. hey, good for them. You know, yeah, you're, you're taking I know some people, like we said, look, take it as, oh, you took a shortcut. No, 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 no. Mm -mm. You found a tool to help mm -hmm. you in your journey. And yep. that's what it is. So never think of this as a shortcut. You found a tool just like, you know, I bought the, the, you know, indoor trainer today. Yeah. I got a tool to help me in my journey. You, this is a tool that some people use in their journey and everyone has different tools. Yep. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, thank you. And I'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks. Right. Yep. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear.
Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.